Right. So, Fast and Furious 57. Thoughts? Yeah. It was. Yes. Bloody good. <laughs> it was. Wow. It was really good. Um, Glad you liked it. I did. Um, obviously, directed by Kevin Hooks. Never heard of him. Never seen anything he's done, which is a rarity. The British villain, Charles Wayne. Yeah. And yeah. it was beautifully 90s at the beginning. It had like a Law and Order esque kind of theme tune. With the music. Yeah, it was beautifully. Ding, down, down, down. Yeah. Bass. Um, nice bass. And just. The, the they were obviously going with that classic kind of diehard kind of English upper class villain, um, but it was brilliant. Bruce I Payne never live in the past. There will be no pain. <laughs> Just his first few lines. The court like machine, it. isn't he? He is. It was a, no. I thought it was, I thought oh, this might get a bit wearing, but it didn't. He was actually quite decent. No, he um, did look very plastic surgery though. I don't know whether it was kind of makeup sheen to put on him or something, but he definitely looked a little bit... Do you bit... mean the first scene where he's getting plastic surgery? No, like throughout the film, like his face. You know how at the beginning it says he's, he's had various surgeries? Yeah, it did say like... that, guys. It says that at the side he's changed, he changes his face as to avoid getting caught for his crimes. And he's just about to do that at the start, isn't he? Yeah. Because he doesn't want the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hence there will be yeah. no pain. Uh, and it was <laughs> it was like fast paced action, but I'd called the yeah. fact it was a setup because the the doctor's like looking at the what the clock on the wall. And yeah, I didn't notice that when I, I watched it before. When he's he's kind of stalling for time, isn't yeah, it? because the, the wooden, as soon as you're ready, you, you get on with it. Yeah, especially with the waiting list being what they are nowadays, you get on with it. You want to get as many done as possible. Though. Yeah, <laughs> you were um, only one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no. That may be the same age as you. One. No, I wasn't one. I was so I many was months. One. No, you were one. I'm not the 92. same age as you. I'm not the same age as you. Oh, you're not. You fool. <laughs> anyway, look. Um, so rude. Well, don't get. Don't try and tell me my age. <laughs> I thought you were my age. No. I'm, oh I'm yeah, I'm older but younger at heart. Is that fair to say? Younger at heart. Younger at heart. I know, but I've got a full head of hair. Ah, no one cares. It's a low hanging fruit, that isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is actually. Fruit, yeah. yeah, it is actually. Um, anyway, so. I thought you were better than that. No, never. <laughs> if you call me a thug every week. That's what? a new thing. <laughs> for three weeks, running. Stop exaggerating. I've told you a thug for a, a few a few days. <laughs> yeah, but in podcast land, it's three weeks. Look. Oh, anyway. yeah, you're right. Anyway, um. <laughs> I thought the action was very fast-paced. I liked the fact, because I said it was 80 minutes, that's short. Yeah. And then, yeah. I actually liked it because there was no, like, faff. No, I'm no. I'm sure people would say it's shallow, it's kind of unoriginal. Yeah, probably, but if you wanted to watch a film with, like, a couple of beers or whatever, with your mates, and think, oh, this is a crack of this, we'll enjoy this. Yeah. That was perfect for it. Or even if you just wanted something on, that you just wanted to sit back and go, you know what? I just want to watch something mindless that I'll enjoy. Yeah. Kill a few hours to get about the worries of the world, which is what films used to be perfect for until it well, this started is it. putting like, you know, political statements in them. We're not getting political. I'm just saying nowadays. I know, I need it. I, I flirted with it, didn't I? I gave the politics a nice little wink. <laughs> um, can you still notice. wink? Is that a laugh? Can you still wink? Do what you want, mate. Um, um, no, but I, well, that's a funny thing because I feel like how many films is there? In the world, you're not always in the mood for deep, high art, are you? Perhaps, no. perhaps you are. No, no, you, no, no I know you're not. not. Anyway, you made me watch Speed too. So, <laughs> of course you're not. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think that's a bit. 
pretentious because it feels like whatever you're in the mood for. What What's pretentious? Sorry. It just uh, people who who say that about everything, like oh, it's this and that. It's like yeah, it it knows what yeah, it's so, doing. Yeah, sometimes films know exactly what they're doing, and they're not going to be this. Yeah, not every film can do world. that, can it? No, cause um, yeah. and obviously because I I know you know I read about planes and watch documentaries about them things. I, I thought you were joking. Uh, when you said no, that. no, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, so before two thousand and one, uh, flight attendants and crews were taught to cooperate with hijackers. That's what Wes was trying to tell. Yeah, the, yeah, they were essentially taught because before then, apart from a couple of instances, um, when a guy on a PSA flight had shot the pilots and pushed it into a nosedive and it crashed. Apart from that, apart from that instance, and a couple of failed attempts to take a plane, usually when hijacks took it over, um, because they were terrorist groups or whatever, they'd either force the plane to land somewhere, they'd try yeah. and fly it somewhere and land, yeah. or they would um, keep it on the ground. Right. And basically negotiate for the release of certain people. I feel like that, that happened. Every one of those happened, didn't it? Yeah, I'm doing film. music. Mm, yeah, but I'm, I'm just. Uh, but, oh, but wait, I no, was they making... only landed because yeah. Wes emptied the fuel yeah. tank. But I, which is a bit. Anyway, we'll get to that. Before <laughs> 2001 and what happened that year, obviously, they were taught to cooperate with hijackers because it was. Because before then, the idea that they would be there to kill themselves was, was, was a little bit way. It wasn't even thought of. They would use a plane as kind of a. Ah, uh, so you say, yeah, so you'd cooperate uh, as a missile. Did they'd, they'd want some out of it? Yeah, they were yeah, trying yeah. to. It was a way to negotiate. Ah, uh, okay, that's um, interesting. So that that was kind of, and obviously, as you as you saw, the the flight decks were very easy to get into. They were, they were taught essentially just do do yeah. whatever they say, just just try and keep everybody safe, which is what he was teaching them at the, at the beginning. Now just looking back, to. yeah. Now looking back, yeah, except for getting loads of sass from the flight attendant. <laughs> But obviously now, um, <laughs> it's completely different. Yeah, uh, as we know, unfortunately. Um, so how would you have handled it then? Me. Yeah, you just go out the toilet, like Wes did. You know, you're not feeling 100 percent. Honestly, yeah. you've just had a paracetamol, and um, there's a load of blooming terrorists you know, carrying had, on. Well, what you know, it depends what the scenario is. If I'd, if I'd had jalapenos the night before, <laughs> you just stayed in the toilet. Yeah, I'd just stayed there. <laughs> Terrorist opens the door, puts a gun in my face. Sorry, mate, I can't leave this toilet. I'm sorry, but I, you know, you 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 talk about terrorism. I, this is this is horrific enough in here, mate. <laughs> no, I'm joking, of course. Um, I, I I don't know, but obviously, I want to know. It was nice to know about um that it had, it had a little bit of story to him, you know, that because he said he'd been married, and I was thinking, what's going on here and stuff like that. Oh, where's um, yeah, where's I thought you meant Bruce. No, that his his uh, wife had died. Um, why did she die? Because because he, he didn't cooperate. Yeah, he tried to intervene. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Which would explain why he's so vehemently against people taking kind of action when he says to that flight attendant, "If this is a real gun, you'd have had your head blown off." Essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, to be fair, was pre pre two thousand one. That that pretty much right. Yeah. Um, but then he has to knack him anywhere, doesn't he? Yeah, but obviously they're pretty ruthless. They're just shooting people. For I will shoot five more. That was one thing that I thought, obviously, eight, 80 minutes long. Some parts of it were really bloody, and another part of it, like, it felt like there should have been a lot of scenes. Maybe there's deleted scenes somewhere. On Possibly, a, yeah, um, but there is. On a cutting floor somewhere. Basically, yeah. that, that would show them like killing me, because they were saying, I've killed another five, I've killed another five. 
And yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good apart point. From that little bag at the, the bit at the end where they were putting those like white bags in the ambulance for all the dead people. It was like <laughs> because it was quite compared to some films I watched. There was an awful lot of civilian deaths in that, but that villain's not oh, messing about. Yeah. I love the fact that he just goes, "What does he say? What's the guy's name?" Douglas. Douglas. Hello. Say hello. Cut to me, Douglas. Cut me, Douglas. Are your father Douglas? And then he's like, <laughs> talks about his kid. And he's like, right, a family Bam. man. Then when he says over the mic to the tower, look at look to the front door, just above the front landing. And he just, thro- he just throws throw the all his money. Like, oh yeah, I love that bit as well where where the, the the sheriff, the local sheriff's trying to like talk to him. He goes, um, well, I'm not really authorized to. He wants like them to fill oh, the plane. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really authorized to do that. He goes, okay, well, find me someone who is authorized, or I'll kill another five passengers. He's like. Well, I'll have to make some calls. He goes, okay, while you're on the phone, I'll be killing another 10 passengers. Let me know when I should stop. Um, it was just, yeah. We've got to research that dude because yeah. uh, he's, he's really good. Um, and obviously the, the banter between Tom Sizemore and uh, Wes was, was really good. Do you know the fact was that... Was Tom, Tom Sizemore the, his friend? He was like his boss, wasn't he? Yeah. I'd known him before. Yeah, oh yeah. But they that's... just had this kind of proper... Old fashioned, well, but it would be considered old fashioned male banter, just complete, yeah, yeah. Be careful, be careful, Tots, <laughs> be careful. Eggshells, eggshells, nice. I'm, I'm not eggshells, the man to tell eggshells. you to be careful doing anything. I know, you're not. No, you're right, um, they, they did, yeah. Um, but there was just no no limits with them, they were just completely <laughs> taking the mick out of each other, and yet you could tell there was does deep it, respect behind does, it. Does it remind you of a pair of uh, local podcasters? No, no, no. No, right, because you have no respect. <laughs> Like Tom Sizemore uh, had for Wes, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and I called out the plane. It, it was a a lucky a lucky TriStar L ten eleven for the avi- uh, aviation enthusiasts out there. You've got you've got to try and you know don't close in your audience. Don't close. <laughs> such a niche audience. It is. You'd be surprised. Do you think they like passenger fifty seven? Well, apart from the fact where the flight attendant says, this is a jumbo jet, it's like, no, it's not a jumbo she's jet. A fl- she's living a life. It's she not a jumbo jet. It's not about planes. I nearly said that to no, you. No, she would not. It's not a jumbo jet. She don't care, the tra- the, the, She wants to stop off in Hawaii. The L-1011, the first plane that could land itself, had an autoland feature. And it had, like, the galley underneath. That's how I knew what it was. So it did actually have a galley where they went, I don't know. Yeah, it did, because that's where that guy was. Yeah. That got knacked by Wes. Yeah, um, and basically, I think we should it, do what Mister Rain it says. Wasn't called a jumbo jet. Jumbo jet was the term for the seven four seven, the Boeing seven four seven, because it had that two decks. Right. So right now, you've pretty much found out two potential podcasts you could go solo on: history and now planes. Would that be fair? It's not about me. We're talking about passenger fifty seven. <laughs> we don't want them planes. Um, and then I loved, obviously, oh, my writing's terrible. Can you not read your own squibbles? No, I can't. Really? Oh, it says... It says something. Oh, yeah, that was it. Sorry. <laughs> I like the fact... That's what happens when I scribble. Um, I like the fact that um, when that guy... Because there were a few bits that surprised me. You know when yeah. that guy who's in the galley was coming on with, like, the food and things? Yeah, and yeah. And when he just... And I was like, oh, the guy's coming on board. I wonder what's going to happen here. And then he moved the crate dead naturally. And there was just a dead guy behind it. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, the, oh, there was yeah. a getting in position ready to... Yeah, just the, the... Yeah, the, the guy, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what bit surprised okay. you. And I didn't want to say a word. Elizabeth Hurley's in there. Yeah. Although, I was thinking, oh, that's funny. She's English and he's English. She's like the proper upper class kind of... Um, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. She must always trust your first impression. <laughs> I think the accent makes me sound cold and heartless. Yeah, and she's like, oh, it's Trish's first impression. And I was like, yes. Um, and then it's like, 
So she, we haven't really said why why oh, that was a surprise because loved, she is she's one of the terrorists basically. Yeah, I loved spiders. Um, Sorry, she's spoilers. his sister, isn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I loved the bit where he, the pain, pain, pain. Is there tough. Really no enough, that's also the surname of the villain in Speed, Howard Payne. Possibly a relation. Mm. Never know, do you? Um, so I love the bit where they, he's talking ways. about his father. He's like, how did he die? He's like, he died. What happened? Where's your father? He died violently. <laughs> I love that. That made me laugh. Oh, but, the bit on the plane yeah, yeah. where he's got the, the, the police escort, whatever, FBI escort, whatever it is. I don't think it's police for high in that, isn't it? And he's there in his, in his handcuffs on the plane. And, he, and the guy's ordering food. And he's like, I'll have the chicken. He's like, how appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> he just rips I'll it. have the steak. How would you like Put it? the champagne on ice. We'll enjoy it later. <laughs> you still did When he said but, that to her, does that make more sense now? Because she like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought she gave him a bit of a look, yeah. Um, and then I love the fact they had, like, what we consider now is, like, classic 1990s tropes. So they had, like, yeah. a talkative woman on the plane. Which they had in like Die Hard. Dear old lady. Oh, it's in every film going. They had yeah. it even one of the best. If I know it's not a great film, but stick with me. Daredevil, you know, with Colin Farrell and Ben Affleck. It's not right. Yeah, you know when he sat on the plane, Bullseye, and he sat in that woman's tongue. The peanut. He just gets the peanut on the train, flicks it off the seat in front, and it chokes the woman to death next to him. More peanuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Do you know what? There's a director's cut of that film. I hope I've still got it. And it's not bad. Yeah. It's a bit longer. It's 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 a much better film. Not bad at all. Um, and I love the fact that she like mistook him for Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall. Arsenio Hall, comedian. I thought that was like... Really I told you I did not get that job. I saw this years ago. Oh, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, American though, isn't it? I yeah, yeah. 30 years ago. Well, he was, oh, yeah, he was big in America on this chat show. To be fair. So I thought that was quite funny. Whereas, <laughs> you think nowadays, would the dare make a joke like that? <laughs> Probably not. You know? Probably um, not. But obviously, the whole thing about <laughs> losing fuel, and I thought how, I didn't quite, I mean, you. I doubt you'd be able to cause the plane to lose fuel. You certainly can't do it to the electronics, I don't think. This was 92, though. Yeah, but even so, I don't think you'd be able, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a film. Are you a plane technician? Because I feel like if no, you I'm are. I'm just saying, you... it's, it's, anyway. Maybe um, you should look into a new career. And I love the fact, I love the fact yeah. that they, they declare an emergency. Mm-hmm. And the tower controller's like, yeah, uh, we don't, we're not equipped for that. You'll have to go somewhere else. <laughs> and it's like, it's an emergency. Like, it doesn't matter if it's disused. They don't land on it. It's happened in the past where planes... Is it because it's disused or is it because... No, because expecting... you basically... No, because the way it works is if you can reach an, if you can reach an airport... I don't know how it loses that much fuel so quickly anyway, but it's a film, Sean. Uh, just <laughs> named myself, goddammit. It's, no, it's, uh, no it, it's a film, Tots, it's a film. But when a plane is losing fuel, and um, for a start, your engines will go out and right. stuff like that because it all runs off it once you run out of fuel and you end up gliding. So if you can reach an airport with emergency vehicles, you know, fire engines, all that kind of thing, Yeah. that are, that are based there, They're all airports have a, all major airports have a, like a fire engine and all that kind of thing. Emergency service vehicles, anyway. <laughs> You'll go there if you can't reach there because it like you're losing fuel and you, you your engine's gonna shut. Mm-hmm. You you can land pretty much anywhere. It's like it happened. It happened. Um, yeah. Uh, in America, and it, the Gimli glider it was called. It happened there, and they landed on a disused uh, runway that had been turned into a drag strip. 
Um, thankfully, there weren't any cars. I guess the though the result would have been the same anyway because these well, was going to land there anyway. True, but with an emergency landing with engines because you've got no chance to go around. Like you think you wouldn't land with much power, but the way it works with those aircraft, well, a lot of aircraft, all aircraft is you land and that's when you need your power because you you land with power on, not with power off. Quick question. Yes. Why and how do you know so much about planes? I watch a lot. I watch a lot of documentaries and I read a lot. Is it about planes or is it about plane disasters? Well, disasters investigations, you know. Like oh, I see. Area. So it's like, does, so, and then... I mean, air crash investigation kind of gives you a little bit of a clue. I didn't know that. It's, it's called, um, <laughs> it's called Mayday, because it's, it's Canadian, the series. So it's Mayday in Canada. I think it's Air Emergency in America and our national... Oh, so you just know all this from this show? This Most of it, yeah. Show. I've read right. books about it. Okay. Because when I went to uni, obviously, you had access to all, all the... University stuff. You weren't doing plane studies at uni, though, were you? No, I was doing history, but I did take out a few books. History of planes. Plane emergencies and read them, you know. Because you can't, you're allowed to read what you want. <laughs> and then I did my dissertation upon RAF, RAF Bomber Command, which is... Related. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> basically, you because you, you would want it, you would want to reach, because the idea is if you, if you crash land, because you you can't go around again, you crash land, uh, right. and you'll, you, you know, if something happens, you want the emergency services there, because... You're evacuating there's emergency medical people there to help any passengers that are injured that can get like because when a plane lands emergency they'll, they'll just you'll see it they'll whack it with all the fire extinguishers foam because they no they will whereas if you land they'll somewhere if you land it like and why did they <laughs> land at the same airport twice but you know it's which airport hollywood they landed at that little air base didn't they again again oh no because of... did you not hear the line when it's all carry on he, he turns the plane around yeah, but because he's like, why is the plane turned around just before he fights Bruce? Yeah, even though it's but anyway. Mr. Rick. No, he says he says, why have you turned the plane around? Yeah, but, but so then I head him back. But this is America. And then he that, fights him. It, this is America. It's not like there's only one air. Anyway, it's a it's a film. He wants to like go back one. and see his friends. <laughs> Made a nice his new friend, the sheriff. Um, the sheriff. And then, you see my wife's gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously. Um, I love the fact that, that just some of the lines, like, always oh, bet on black, which became his trademark, didn't it? And the zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> you ever play uh, roulette? On occasion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I thought this you were better than stooping to cheat. But go again, jeez. Well, if you see, he's going to rip his throat off. What did he say? I think yeah, a lot oh, of the characters have some good lines. Even the... Um, even no, the sheriff he's... has some good lines. When when yeah. he when he, he beats those two people up when they, they don't know who he is, and he, he kind of tells them that he's uh, one of the terrorists, doesn't he? The the villain says, "Oh, one of my men escaped," and he, he like setting Wes up a bit, and then um, then he knacks those two cops, and he goes, "Should we go after him again?" He goes, "So what? You can get more practice whooping you dumbass." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I just I love the fact that, but that villain was like they took him to some really dark places where he's like oh, yeah. kind of. I mean, flirting's the wrong word. He's basically like in, he intimidate. Doing? He's like intimidating the air steward, isn't he? With his gun and stuff and saying, I'm going to kill you, jury. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, that went dark quick. I was getting one's Mr. Worries. Well, not insane. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, no, I can't do another film like this. Um, My depraved brain just gets all over all these scenes. Yeah, yours does, yeah. Doopy doopy doo. That's what's going on in my head. <laughs> Walking through the shot like this. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else? Um, I put buying the DVD. 
Hey! Hopefully you get a more modern version than the one I have. I know. Which is DVD video, which boasts interactive menus and subtitles as special features. That you don't see until it finishes anyway. (laughs) Um, Oh, excellent. Oh, good. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Mate, if you like that, you're going to love Demolition Man. You think? Oh, yeah. There's a lot more to it. I mean, it actually predicts a lot of things. As well, obviously, it was made. Demolition Man was made in '93. Okay. And it's set in 2032, which, as we said, I think in the first part, that's only 10 years yeah. in the future from now. And a lot of the things it gets, it gets right. I won't, yeah. I won't spoil it, but yeah. Um, there were some fantastically Hollywood bits. Go on. Um, in terms of that, like when the gun goes through the window, and then, <laughs> but because depending on how high you are, so above 10,000 feet, there's not. I think is it there's not enough oxygen for people to breathe. And that's right. why the oxygen things drop. Because they drop if the pilot flicks a button. Or oh, if, you mean at the end. Yeah. Or yeah. if uh, th- th- there's a change in pressure. They drop automatically. Because cause there has been instances where pilots have accidentally released the oxygen. Um, oh, things accidentally. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. panics everywhere. Because when, ah! I, because, because when <laughs> I was away, because when I was away uh, camping, no one had swam in Coniston. Mm. And then I went and stayed in the, the Western Great Lakes. The yeah. Lake Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Funny enough or not, I pitched my tent next to a, a retired um, airline pilot and he'd flown okay. for British Airways. So I went for a couple of pints with him. You were in your element there. I was. He, he properly flirted with him a bit. No, he, 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 <laughs> he, was a, he was a great guy. Can I fair. ride in your plane? He was a great guy. It'd be like that. What the hell was that? That was you. That, no, that see, was what an interesting you. <laughs> see what I'm trying to be serious. No, it was honestly what a fascinating guy. And he did he was... think? Did, did your plane knowledge impress him, or did was it a case of he was like, "You've watched that show, haven't you?" No, it was <laughs> no. I was asking him questions just because. You just didn't flex your knowledge on him then. No, you don't do that to a pilot, do you? Oh, I was, you mate, treat a pilot as hard as this might be for you to believe. Yeah. I listened. I didn't talk very well, much. Well, I found that hard to believe because yeah. you don't listen to me. I just, so I just assumed I, you were the same pi- with everyone else. I had a pint in front of me, so you know that. That well, helped. What, what a fascinating guy, but <laughs> I'm just saying if, if those if those oxygen things drop, then it means the two hot, like the pressure's dropped, so they wouldn't be able to breathe, let alone fight. But it's a Hollywood film. But also the, the worst part... I think part you've been of, a bit harsh on this film. The worst part of it was um, when... The worst part of it was when... Obviously, about five minutes later, as the fighting, this bulkhead just starts going and starts like coming. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And then what's, the door like that? rips out. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That wouldn't that? Like that's going to happen instantaneously. Oh, it's like. I think you've been very harsh on this. Action. Yeah, I know. I'm not being harsh. I'm just factual. Yeah. You're flexing your plane knowledge, aren't you? Flexing. Flexing. You know, that's the modern term. Is it? It means showing off. It doesn't oh. literally mean you get your biceps out. <laughs> good, good job. Everybody. <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> not, not bad. Yeah, but no, no, the flex is a, just the modern slang for when you show off. Yeah, so I mean, you I flex know. your knowledge. I, I used it in that context. I didn't just pluck it out of thin air. Oh. <laughs> did, you think I, did you think I just grabbed it out of thin air? Because I know you're not as like down with the lingo. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to stay positive. I'm not, you're not dragging me down with you. You're dragging me down. <laughs> I know you're not, so I thought I'd explain it to you. And now you but can use those meant, words when you're at it. work. <laughs> but I used it. I'm glad you used it, right? Yeah, because I knew what it meant. And you got your arms out, so I thought you were confused. 
Anyway, glad that you're uh, up on the latest kind of slang. Um, you'll be able to talk to your younger colleagues now. You'll understand what they're saying. No. Yeah, yeah. No, you just refuse to talk. No, to <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, you just when you when you when you're older. You, I I think I don't know what you think, but go on. When you when you're at work and things, or even just mm. in general life, if you're at a party with friends or whatever. Yeah. If if you're older than some people, to, yeah. To try, you know, some people will try and kind of talk as if they were that age, and it's just like, man, that's no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. You don't. No, you don't put an act on. That is tragic. But you know, my lad. Yeah. If you genuinely understand things, I'm probably seen as quite serious at work anyway. So, oh yeah, shockingly so. As well, what do you think? If they heard this, would that change their opinion on you? I would think, God, I have no idea. Yeah, he's just I'd the be same at work, I'd talking be, about planes. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be, ha- I'd, I'd be happy to listen to it. I wouldn't be fussed. Oh, I bring it up because you mentioned that some people have expressed interest. Yeah, I've been surprised because I thought. I mean, I don't. Know, I mean, I know your friends don't care. My friends are lameos. You know, to the point where, <laughs> to the point where, you know, you're withdrawing yourself from chat groups. Um, thinking well, they, they don't want to listen to me. They don't want to. That's what well, I haven't told a lot of my friends about it. Well, you know, it's like you tell one person, it spreads, it spreads like wildfire in the workplace, definitely. Yeah. But people have been genuinely interested. I mean, even if they just listen to it once and then. Yeah. Uh, off the pop, I'm not fussed, but. Off the pop. I'm just saying, if they listen to it and think, oh, I like it, or his mate's laughs at pain of the derriere, I'm not listening to so it. I like his mate, I wish he stopped on my planes, though. Oh, actually, it's funny <laughs> you should mention that because a mate of mine listened to this. Go on. He was from a little bit further north than us. All right. And he thought you said. Sa- uh, he's not a jolly. He's he jolly. thought you sounded more like a jolly than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a jolly? No, neither of us. I've been through this. Neither of us are. I've I know that, but you said more than you did. Yeah, right? but you, because you said I sounded like one, and I refuted you wholeheartedly. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I did um, say that. Oh well, thanks. It's time. Not you, your friend. Ah, oh. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Don't worry. I told about you it. I don't really listen to you on these. I know. I yeah, listen- you get a whole other podcast when you listen back because you haven't paid a blind bit of notice. <laughs> No, I haven't. To be fair, though, I think we, we're getting... You've just ruined my point. I was about to say... <laughs> I was about to say we're getting a lot better and I interrupted each other and you interrupted me whilst I tried to make that point. Um, right, but, so quickly then, let us... It is your go next. Do you want to start that sentence again? No, there's no time. Yeah, there is. There's, time there's is of the essence. Three and a half minutes. Tell me what you have in store. Patience is a virtue. I know that. But not when we've got three minutes on the clock. Jesus H. God, what were you saying? What what's next? Where did the DVD? I'll put it on there. You moved it. And it is this is there, a pass it here. It's below your pad down there. Which one? Did he move it? There you go. Oh this one? Yeah, thank you very much. Okay, yeah. so next up, um Yeah. In a in a shocking change. I know we usually stick to our schedule of films. Um we're <laughs> going to be watching There's Only One Jimmy Grimble. Right, I see Ray Winstone there. You do. It's got young. Robert Carlyle, Ray oh, Winston, yeah, Carlyle. Gina McKay. It's also got who? Oh, ben Miller. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a cracker. It is really it a is. Comedy. I know. Uh, yeah, comedy drama, proper British gem. Ooh, okay. It uh, it came out in two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. Yeah, so it's twenty one year old. 
2000. What were you up to? Oh, funny enough, with a nice uh, link to our German listeners, it's the winner <laughs> of five international awards, including the Crystal Bear Award at the Berlin Film Festival, Berlin 2001. There you go. Is that why you picked this one? No, it's not. No, this is a crack of this. Do you oh, know okay. how many of my brothers and sisters want to borrow this film after me? After look. She's one of those films we watched as a kid. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, but I think my dad, my dad bought Billy Elliot thinking it was this. <laughs> Billy Elliot. Yeah. That's the ballerina, isn't Have it? Have you ever seen Billy Elliot? Yeah, I remember it. Have you definitely seen it? Yeah, but you know you don't really remember it. Well, is he? Is he the? He trying to learn? Does he learn ballet or something? Yeah, but he, he's. What's he meant to be learning? Boxing, football. Oh, like boxing. Okay. You've definitely you've not seen it, have you? We'll yeah, watch... when I was a kid, but I don't remember. Ah, we'll watch that one. If you don't remember it, then it doesn't count. We'll Same when I watched, uh, do you remember East is East? Or what was that? If you... Oh, we've so got that to watch as a that. Kid. That's brilliant. So that's that a is kid. brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah, a brilliant yeah. film. Um, another one we'll have to watch. And there's also yeah. a British gem called uh, Bend It Like Beckham, which I'm going to have to get a copy of. I remember that coming and out. And Just After Diamond. But I told you I was going to take you on a tour of British, the best British films. Yeah. So we're going to be watching this. Excellent. Um, and... Oh, here we go. They've got some decent special features on this one. But the people will have to come back to listen to those. Um, <laughs> so we'll be back next weekend with yep. There's Only One Jimmy Grimble. Excellent. And I look forward to seeing what you think. I know you're not really into football, but I hope that won't. Well, some films have something to do with the sport, but it's not really. that's not really what it's yeah. about. Field of Dreams is a good example. Yeah, I've yeah. watched basketball once. Uh, not basketball, sorry. Well, Coach baseball. Carter. I watched baseball. You mentioned basketball, Coach Carter. You don't have to like basketball to like Coach I've Carter. I've seen that. That's a cracker. Coach Carter. Uh, Field of Dreams is an unbelievable film, and yeah. that is about baseball. But you don't have to watch. Yeah, yeah, a lot of films. Get like a that. magical. Um, even even Rocky like is that. like you don't have to. Like, it's more of a drama with some yeah. boxing in it. I mean, it helps if you like um, boxing, like. But yeah, so we're going to go to the shop, <laughs> get some snackalackers. Uh, We've just had a little bit of. Uh, Jerk chicken and rice. It was good, wasn't it? Yes. It was cracking. Great. <laughs> right. Catch cheers, you guys. Next week. See you soon.